lot. There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Yes! for the win! Yes! Yes! Hey, coach! Play this kid! Gives it to Jenkins for the championship! The Badgers are going to do it, Mike. They're going to pull this off. 38 and done. They're going to knock off undefeated Kentucky. The slipper still fits! But how about those onions? Ha <laughs> ha! College basketball! Welcome to uh, Pump Fake Pod uh, live show going over January 3rd, picks and previews. Um, yeah, now, how's the uh, the holiday break? I know it's been a minute since we uh, we did a show here. Yeah, it was good seeing you. Good seeing Rob join the, the squad. I popped in there in the comment section. It was a good travel day, travel weekend, I should say. Another big Saturday for me, which is always nice to cap off the week. I'm always battling during the week though, man. Tonight two and two and two plus zero point zero units. Zero point zero Mr. Kwiatowski. So uh, yeah, hey, we'll we'll keep it though. We'll keep it in the gray. A few people added a few teams added my untouchables. Other than that, life's great. Happy New Year. Good to see you, Trev. How was your new year? Uh not too shabby. A lot of uh a lot of watching some hoops and uh, and football and whatnot uh, over the last couple weeks, the last weekend I should say. Um, yeah, Evansville made my uh, my do not bet list, but they've caught my eye tomorrow. <laughs> so I guess wow. we can we can probably just lean right into that one. Um, arguably game of the night: Evansville, Indiana State. Evansville is catching fourteen uh, in uh, Terre Haute there, and uh, over unders one fifty eight and a half. Um, personally, I'm probably looking at Evansville or, or the over. Um, I think if that over hits Evansville is going to be, uh, doing their fair share, but will they hang within 14 is kind of questionable after what they did against Cincinnati last week. Um, but Indiana state is coming off that Michigan state game where they, uh, they shot lights out for majority of the game. Their three was keeping them in at all game, um, per usual, but now you're coming home and it's, you getting a little brother, uh, Evansville coming to town who uh, just came off a of shellacking after they were up eight on Cincy at halftime. So um, they've shown they can, they can do it, but as a matter of playing a full um, full 40 minutes is, is the questionable part. So potentially even maybe an Evansville first half, um, they come out, uh, they come out hot and Indiana stayed a little sluggish after the um, um, Michigan state game, but I'm not really a fan of fading uh, Indiana state in general. So if anything, it'd probably be a, a first half uh, over here or a full game over for me in that one. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take the over 158 and a half most likely, or we don't have Nick. He does, he knows the math behind it. But with 158 to 14, I'd expect Indiana State's total probably to be around 83, 85. I'd assume, I'd assume so. But. Looking right now, if it's we'll just do one fifty-nine divided by two. Yeah, it's probably going to be around upper eighties, ninety, somewhere around there. Yeah. See. I, yeah. I mean, I'm seeing roughly ninety-two. I think they could score eighty-eight, eighty-nine, no problem. Um, but I, I'd hate to be the guy to take the under here. I don't expect it to start slow and, and end slow. It's just it, the, you're right about the matter. The question is, does Evansville hang hang on, and do they hang around? But their defense is really good. So, um, you know, the rebound they rebound well. They shoot the free throw well. They don't foul. Um, so Indiana State, I think, I, I, don't, I don't trust the 14. Maybe this is one game. I mean, they ended up covering against that Tennessee State, which was wild in like the final two minutes of the game. So who knows? Um, I hate to fade Indiana State, so I probably will lean the over in this one. Um, but I'm curious to see how Evansville responds um, to Indiana State, who can foul a lot. Um, they don't block as well. I think Evansville has a defensive rebounding edge against Indiana State's offensive rebounding woes, being 331st ranked in Ken Palm in percentage. Um, so yeah, I, I expect a lot of points still. 
just curious to see how Evansville defense plays against Indiana State's high-tempo offense and effective, efficient offense. Yeah, um, Evansville, the one thing they struggle with is shooting the three and defending the three, which is exactly where uh, Indiana State thrives at. So um, we'll see. Uh, something's got to give tomorrow. Um, if Indiana State's on, it's going to be a fucking route, and it probably uh, probably yeah. stays under just because Evansville can't shoot the three to kind of dig back in, and they, they don't crash the offensive glass for second chance uh, points. So that'll be uh, questionable. But, I mean, I still kind of lean the angle that uh, Indiana State may be a little – little shot after that Michigan State game. I mean, they shot 14 to 35 from deep. That's 40%. And they shot uh, 11 of 22 inside. So, I mean, they didn't have a Via either. He was he was out. Kind of uh, honestly hurt him when he came back in. He kind of just ruined the, uh, the flow they had. They had the small ball going. They were hanging around. They were shooting. They were getting open shots. And then a Via comes in and was just fouling. And he kind of turned the whole thing upside down. So, um, yeah. We'll see, but I, I kind of lean uh, Evansville in the over here tomorrow, personally. Yeah, I can't wait to watch this game and uh, see the second-best team in Indiana play. Right now. So maybe this is, is the battle for second. I don't know. IPFW yeah, is in there, so Indiana's hooping right now. Other than Notre Dame, but hey, shout-out Notre Dame with their big win over a gross Virginia. I, I, I can't figure that team out. So. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, we could just probably hop right into that. Yeah. Notre Dame what we got next? Uh, we got it up there. Um, this is later in the night, but since we're already talking about Notre Dame, um, I'm looking at firing on NC State minus four and a half. Um, Notre Dame, They I watched that whole game. I, I bet their team total under, and it was cooked within the first five minutes. They could not miss. Um, where is uh, Where are they in here? They had a kid who was six of six in the first half. He had like 17, 18 points. He he was unconscious. They uh, they shot forty eight percent from three and fifty four percent inside the arc. Um, they put up seventy six. Um, yeah, I mean Virginia couldn't do anything. Their defense it didn't matter. Notre Dame was hitting everything they threw up. Um, that I don't know if it will carry over tomorrow because um, they're going to have to go running and gunning, keeping up with uh, NC State here. And NC State can actually force your offense to use some clock. Um, they play some pretty good defense. And Notre Dame, um, like I said, they blew their wad. They are a 46.6% effective field goal percentage team, um, 21, 20% turnover on offense, and they only had – they had 14 turnovers. I guess, you know, still a decent amount. They had 14, um, but Notre Dame, or Virginia had 17 also. Um, not really sure that'll continue with NC State. They really take care of the ball. They shoot the three. Um, they do struggle with the free throw, but I still think it's a route. Um, you're going to have DJ Burns down low, Jaden Taylor, DJ Horn. I mean, they got, they got guys that can shoot and score and run. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Notre Dame's just in a little over their head after that uh, – gigantic uh, UVA smashing on, on Saturday. Yeah, and and I'm not excited to bet NC State if that means anything, but I I, I got to take NC State here with the, with the points or laying the points. Uh, four and a half, I think they win by five to eight. Um, maybe not a complete route. Hopefully it is one of those just NC State comes in and dominates uh, with their just high-octane offense that is fun to watch. Burns, Horn, Taylor, uh, these guys are hoopers. I will say Notre Dame, they, did they figure something out last week? Uh, but no, I hate taking against home dogs in conference play, but I just don't see this Notre Dame showing anything after putting up a great game against Virginia and um, you know struggling against Citadel, losing to Citadel, barely beating Marist, um, losing to Georgetown, losing to Marquette. Miami, South Carolina, those are great teams, but really struggling even against Niagara early in the season. So maybe they've came around to show some positive regression, but I, I'm i not going to trust a team four and a half. Um, I leaned Virginia last week, didn't take them, which I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, lucky. So I, I even I lied about them. It's just my favorite fade of, right, of the season right now is Notre Dame, but We'll see if that stands. So, yeah, I'll take NC State with the points four and a half for sure. 
I bet it goes to five or five tomorrow, six. Yeah, um, I'm with you. I mean, the lines today, they all kind of felt trappy, but they all they all smacked. So we're going to see if that, that trend continues tomorrow or if uh, books kind of make their money back a little bit here because those were some pretty pretty public plays tonight, and they, they all smacked around. But, um, yeah, you're, I agree. I mean, you know, you bring up a good point. Maybe Notre Dame didn't kind of figure something out. Maris is not a bad team. Um, you know, they may be 260 in the campground, but they, they can still score. They can still give anyone a fight. Um, yeah, I mean, the Virginia loss, that could just be a huge momentum booster. Um, kickstart the season, you know, they finally won a big game. They didn't get their asses kicked or blown out. So maybe they uh, start to play a little better, and NC State will be a good uh, good test. But that's I don't know if Notre Dame can, can run a full 40 minutes with them up and down. So maybe the first half they're competitive, but – Second half, they start to they start to gas out. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's going to be sweaty in the first half, like you mentioned. Be worried, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not betting on Notre Dame again. Curi- oh, I'll be looking at their team props, team totals as well. Um, one forty. One. What is it? What's What's the over under? One thirty seven. So it'll probably be around like sixty five, sixty six. So that's probably priced accordingly. But if that tells you anything, that means that they're going to maybe struggle putting up points. Um, yeah, we can move on, though. Screw Notre Dame. Yeah. South Bend, Indiana. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I guess early game. Uh, Yale Howard. Um, are you going to be betting that, or are you going to be uh, be yeah. casually watching? Yeah, I know. It's I've not really tweeted out any really early games at all recently other than November, but yeah, I just get screwed at work and sometimes it stinks, but I hear you. I'll, I'll look in, I'll look into a play real quick here. Maybe with Yale, what, what are we sitting at? One forty four and a half. Uh, Yale's, Yale's land five and a half on the road. Totals one forty four and a half. Kind of like the one forty four and a half. Maybe, maybe lean in an over. I hate, hate, I hate betting an over in the first game of the season though, or the first day of the game of the day. It's always yeah. a public, most public, like kind of. Oh, it hit today game. though. Air it, Force didn't play today. defense. Oh God, no! They didn't play defense against Utah State. Utah State was bodying them, but they got whatever yeah. they wanted. Howard's defense kind of stinks. Betting an over with Yale though is never really fun. Yeah, I mean they're good. Howard's given up 94, 79 to Texas Southern, eighty-one to Jackson State, seventy-eight to Penn, eighty-six to Cincy. 87 or 83 to Mount St. Mary's. Granted, that was a double OT, but 85 to run. I mean, they, they're giving up points. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, I like, I don't I hit like that, that over. Yeah, I'm, I'm betting with my heart, not worried about the public. So, uh, what did so, they yeah. have last year? This was an 86 to 40 game, Yale won 126 total. Howard can put up maybe more points. Is, he Is it in Howard? Yeah, it's at, at Howard. Howard. Burr Gymnasium. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go the over. That sounds good. Yeah, I lean, uh, I lean Yale on that one. I think he probably just smash him again. Howard has not been been too good. They're uh, 23% turnover um, on offensive possession. So see if they hang on. Oh, wait, that was last year. I'm sorry. Uh, they are 21% this year, so they're improved. They are definitely improved. But Yale, Yale's a well-oiled machine. Safe. Sometimes they're just too slow. They're just kind of slow, little steam engine. My, my kind of cap is that Howard plays good in the first half and then putters out. Just, yeah, just tires out, fails out. So, uh, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's, that's mine. For that, at least that lean for that uh that game, we got another couple kind of day games on now. Just back to like, are we back to our normal six o'clock, seven o'clock kind of window start time? So CBB's kind of been going with word, yeah. There's uh, no, unless either of these early six o'clock games for you interest you, I'm looking at pretty much just a Seton Hall Providence game for that early window. Yeah, what's your what's your take on Seton Hall Providence in uh, Seton Hall catching seven in the dunk? Um, would be kind of an interesting game. Yeah, um, I mean Seton Hall's kind of been playing, you know, pretty good lately. 
Um, but Providence just doesn't die at home. But I don't know if I really want to uh, to back them again after that. They had a miracle win against Butler. Um, the fact that Butler decided not to foul, they hit it, and then you knew it was going to overtime and they were going to kill him. Um, but, I mean, I can also just see points here. And, and at the end, Providence just uses that energy and runs away, kind of wins by, by close to double digits. So, um, yeah, really no – I got probably no play in this one. Um, but I do lean uh, lean the over here. I think uh, I think they're both going to score. I think Seton Hall's been um, they've been playing pretty good. They've been scoring the bucket. Uh, they've had some some big wins. Um, so we'll see what Shaheen's uh, got for them tomorrow uh, on the road. And uh, I think that's their first conference game of the year. Let me see. I think so. No, Xavier. No, no, no. I'm wrong. Xavier in uh, Connecticut. <clears throat> Excuse me. They beat Connecticut. Uh, lost to Xavier by twenty, and uh, yeah, then they head to the dunk tomorrow. So they did beat Connecticut at home. So um, now they're hitting the road, and and they have not been crazy good on the road. So um, yeah, I, I think we're probably going to get points though tomorrow. So if anything, I think I lean the over. Uh, I'm seeing one thirty eight and a half in that right now. You're seeing one thirty eight and a half. Yeah, yes. offshore. Yeah, I think that I, it's just too low to take an under. I'm, I'm going to add Providence to just like my money line. I, I've been I've been kind of doing well on those two team money line parlays. Just barely, I mean, netting not like crazy, um, like we have been with our um, spreads. But but just uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to definitely add them to a money line parlay. Uh, I'm not going to lay the seven. May do it with Yale. We'll see that they'll, they'll get us to right around even plus money. Um, but yeah, I, I think Providence can 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 handle it, easily handily win. I'm not gonna underestimate Seton Hall and what they've what they've done and performed. You know, Shaheen's got those guys cooking, like you mentioned. Um, I just I'm, I don't know how long they can hang in the dunk, and uh, I think it's one of those games like you we saw with Butler, we saw with Marquette. Um, I do hate taking a team like that off of four wins in a row. Um, regardless if Brown and Sacred Hearts two of those wins, um, so I, that makes me not want to lay the points. I think it's going to be really close. Seton Hall is going to come in advantage, so I'll probably add them to my two team money line parlay. Go Prov. There we go. Go go Prov. Um, yeah, so that's about all I got for that one. Uh, next game, I'm looking at Chicago State uh, catching 17 at Oklahoma State uh, over under 134. I'm leaning Oklahoma State in the under here. Um, Chicago State. Just played tonight against Kansas State. Gave them hell. Uh, lost by four. Um, now you're going to travel. Granted, it's not a crazy far drive, but still, you got to pack up. You got to head back somewhere else, and you got to play the next day after you just gave it your all and damn near beat a power five. Um, so I think maybe they'll they might hang in a little a little bit in the first half, but it should start to run away. And I think Oklahoma State wins this by 20, 25 at least. I think they just shut them down. Chicago State uh, is dead. This will be their. 21st game of the season, I believe. Chicago State's been everywhere playing like damn near every other day. So, um, yeah, I think this is going to be just too much uh, to ask for um, back to back nights, uh, given that kind of performance for 40 minutes. So, give me Oklahoma State minus 17 there. I hate Oklahoma State, but this is God, one of the yeah. better spots they'll have. This is a nice get right um, versus a team that'll be dead for your conference play. So, are you worried about a look-ahead spot against Baylor? No, because I had that angle tonight that fucked me. Um, I th- I'm think teams after the Christmas break now, these are tune-up games. These are get-right games. We saw what Baylor did tonight. Um, granted, they, they let Cornell back in, but they put up 100. Um, DePaul uh, hung in there, but Cam Spencer, Caravan, they, they went for 37 tonight. I think they had like four combined misses. They they couldn't be stopped. Tennessee went went nuts. Um, so I think I think these are more of tune up games than uh, look ahead to like Christmas or conference play. So I think I probably misread uh, or not misread, but miss uh, misangled those games. So uh, I think tomorrow is going to be same thing again. Um, Oklahoma State's just going to smash them. It's just too much. Eighty minutes back to back nights. Um, two P five schools on the road. I think it's just going to be too much. I, I, I want to have a disagreement with you just for the podcast's sake, but 
I, it's not going to be this game, that's for sure, especially with Chicago State coming off uh, a close game tonight in Manhattan. Um, I, maybe they'll be fired up, but uh, Oklahoma State, you know, they beat SC State by 16, uh, but they pulled away in the second half. Oral Roberts by 21. Dominated New Orleans, dominated Houston Christian. Uh, Sam Houston State won by 15, which they've covered against some some decent teams. So, yeah, I, I think I'm with you on Oklahoma State. I probably will not bet this. Um, I would lean maybe Oklahoma State team total over as well. It's got to be around 76 to 78. I think they score 80 here um, in favor you of the look it up. Well. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe even a Chicago State team total under Oklahoma yeah. State plays defense and grinds you out. Um, after all that today, then you're traveling. Yeah, maybe they struggle to score 50, 55. So it could be a good look is that uh, team total under tomorrow. It's seven, It's 17, right? 17 to 133. 17, yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Oklahoma State will be in the mid-70s then. So, yeah, I like that. They might just knock out. They kind of play some bully ball too. They play they play good defense. Um, yeah, they, they play with some of the best defense in the country, um, and middle of the road and some some essentials. Um, but for the four factors that we all know and love, they're all in the green. They look great. Chicago State, they're in the red. They don't play defense. They did tonight. I didn't there, watch the competitions a bit skewed. Well. Yeah, yeah, allowing seventy yeah. to DePaul. Allowing 80 to Wisconsin. If, if Wisconsin scores 80, um, they did tonight. They did tonight against an Iowa team. So, yeah, that over ended up hitting. That's crazy. Yeah. But Wisconsin over hits in the Kohl Center. They do play Iowa, though. <laughs> but. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't lock them up. I thought the number got a little away at six and a half today, but I liked Wisconsin in that one. I, like, I feel like it's just telling you what's going to happen. I remember texting you about it. Oh, I think Wisconsin was was one I had too, and then just doesn't make the final plays. I'm like good, yeah. good job because I just don't have unlimited free free money. <laughs> Weird. I yeah. want to just start betting every single game because uh, it seems like the ones I don't bet always hit. So, yeah. And uh, Jamal Mashburn is one of seven from the floor, so we can just cancel those points out. That's a dead or a, a loser. What's the live over under at? Because is that one with DP? 142 and a half. Holy shnikes. Might might uh play a second half over. Yeah. See where that's see where it's at at the break though. So what do we uh what do we got? What do we got next? All right. Uh Dayton Davidson, does that tickle your fancy? Dayton Davidson does tickle my fancy. Oh god. What a weird game. Uh, and the A-10, can we talk about the A-10, man? A-10 used to be one of the best mid-major conferences, but it's a down year. I mean, St. Joe's uh, still beat uh, uh, Villanova, and, and uh, Bonnie's <laughs> gave FAU hell for a little bit till the end there. St. Louis is definitely having a down year, but what am I seeing? UMass what we got? is Dayton, solid. Dayton minus four, laying four and a half. Yep. Probably the price pretty good. I Last year was a seven-point loss. I hate taking an over with this with these teams. What was the game? What was the score last year? Uh, at Dayton or uh, at Davidson, it was sixty-nine fifty-five, and then at Dayton, it was sixty-eight sixty-one. Oh god! You know what? Screw it. Might do the over. 136. Yeah. Let's see. Nah, that makes me want to take an under. I'll, I'll, I'll take the under there. 136 and a half. 136 and a half. Yep. This, these teams, they should, Dayton, one of the most uh, efficient teams in the country on offense. Um, Davidson, not as impressive on defense. That's the one cap that scares me with the, and why I was going back and forth. But, but seeing these two teams pace, in the history of this game, uh, yeah, I, I, I would, I'd be scared to take, taken over, but it also is scary. Lonely taking one thirty-five since they got it pretty priced accordingly. If it's seventy-one to 70, 71 to sixty-eight, you know, yeah, that would suck. Right? So, 
yeah, definitely, definitely a, a lean for me. Um, but yeah, we'll go the under. Yeah, if anything, I think I'd probably lean Davidson to be honest and a revenge spot at home. Uh, after last year, they've been playing good ball. Um, got blown up by St. Mary's, but lost by three to Clemson. Um, and then East Tennessee State, they lost by two on the road. Otherwise, they've they they beat Charlotte, they beat Wright State, Campbell whooped to do Ohio on Saturday. They won uh, that game, which was awesome. But um, yeah, and their their free throw percentage for opponents is sixty five point four, so they might have a little bit of a home court advantage there, messing with the, the free throw shooter a little bit. But I will yeah. uh, I'd lean Davidson in a, a revenge spot here. Yeah, I like that. And if they cover the four and a half, they're probably winning outright. So. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, what what else? What else we got at seven o'clock? Okay, Rutgers versus Ohio State. Ohio State laying. I see nine and a half. It was at eight and a half when we were tuning up and pre-gaming which games we're going to talk about. So it's moving in Ohio State's direction already. <sighs> Rutgers stinks. I'll lay it. Give me it. I got, but Ohio State's not unimpressive too. Um, but yeah, I'll let. It. I think. Uh, yeah, Ohio State's got an Alabama win under their belt. Yeah, Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State's pretty good. Rutgers defense, though, it scares me to uh, lay that. You know, it's, it's Big Ten under season. Big Ten under season. That might be the play too. Big Ten under season, Mister Big Ten. One thirty-three. Ooh, God, not that again. Um, Welcome to Big Ten. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take Ohio State. They win by they they win by 12, 13, 14. Yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, play all the defense you want, but you still got to score to uh, win games. And, and Ohio State's offense is, is better, so I think it's probably like a sixty-eight fucking fifty-four game, something like that. I think Rutgers probably struggles mightily to score uh, on Ohio State, and uh, the students are probably back. Or this might be the last game without him, but for how um, fast Rutgers plays, they do not score at all. Highest scoring game, 85 against Howard, 83 against LIU. Other than that, they've put up fifties three four times. I mean, they can't score against the big one. Yeah, I think this is a ten point game. I will I would not lay ten. I think eight and a half, nine and a half is right. Uh I think ten to twelve is the the window. Hell, I might just put a dollar or two on Ohio State to win by like a range of eleven to fifteen, something like that. Ten, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take Ohio State here. They're playing good ball. They're after a down season. Um, they just went to OT with West Virginia, so that's a little sketchy. Yeah. But. Um, uh, I mean, West Virginia's getting better. They got they're getting guys back, yeah. Raekwon Battle and whatnot. So, I mean, they're and they're getting better. And at at home, at Value is it still Value City Arena? Yeah, Value City Arena. Um, um, yeah, I'll lay that. Go Buckeyes. I'll never say that again. So I'm with you. Fuck them, but I, I'd lay nine nine and a half with them also. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we got? Western Carolina Citadel. I see Western Carolina minus three. Over under is one thirty eight. I know you were talking about this earlier. Give me Citadel money line. Citadel money line. <laughs> yeah, I hate. Well, if you like that, it's probably going to go up because it just went up a point in the last twenty eight minutes. I hate fading my uh, catamounts. They're a good team. Um, Citadel though. I mean, they haven't they haven't played a game. They they played four games and five games in December. Um, they played Toka Tokoa Falls. Sorry for that pronunciation. Um, but you know they had a big win against Notre Dame, Western Carolina, big game off Vanderbilt. They they played Brescia and King. Hell yeah! Shout out King. King loses ninety to sixty two. Um, they're both in, so they both have played a game since Saturday on equal rest advantage. Um, God, yeah, it's gonna be sweaty, but give me Citadel money line. Screw it, I like it. I think it's gonna be. I think it's 
one of those games that's priced absolutely perfect. It's going to be a knockout, drag-out game. Um, one, three points, so it's a gross spread. So I might as well just take Citadel Moneyline and try to get some some plus plus money. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, <laughs> you like it. I mean, Western Carolina land points, feel like that's kind of the point where you, you sell them. Uh, they've been catching points all year. Now they're, they're land points. I don't know how often they have lead points, but um, I've never once backed them land points. So they, it feels like Citadel at home is probably the play. They beat Vanderbilt on the road. That's a great yep, win. Part of that they one. Beat, they beat, yes, yes, yes. We were USC Upstate. They beat on the road, whatever. They beat Notre Dame on the road. They beat McNeese State at home. Um, but they lost to Gardner-Webb. They lost to High Point on the road. High Point, great team. Gardner-Webb, a great team. So no disrespect there. It's not really in my cap. But um, West Carolina, they, they don't really force turnovers at all. Um, it's going to come down to the wire of this close, close game. And um, West Carolina fouls a lot. And the Citadel doesn't. That's, this game's going to be one on free throws. Citadel, uh, top 10 team in the country of, of, of Fallon. So they're a disciplined team, military team. I'm going with the military um, over the Catamounts, which I hate to fade because I love this team all 2023-24. That was then, this is now. Now that is then, this is Let's now. go Citadel. Yeah. Go Citadel. Back to truth. All right. Um Next game, Clemson is headed to Miami. They're laying oh. a point and a half um, over at 155. Last year, uh, Miami did win 78-74 at Clemson. Uh, and that was the only game they played. In the year prior, it was... If I can find it. Did they not play them or what? Hmm. Oh, there it is. Uh, they lost eighty to seventy-five in uh, at the uh, at Miami. I was drawing a blank there, um, but this is this Clemson team is is really got it going on. I mean, Joe Girard, um, he's he's automatic at the free throw line. PJ Hall has been lights out. Chase Hunter's been solid. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this isn't the same Miami team. I mean, they're they're winning, but they're they beat. They lost to Colorado, Kentucky. Uh, they beat uh, Kansas State uh, on a neutral, Georgia on a neutral, and then UCF. They beat at home. So this is uh, this is at home, but they have not looked too good against a uh, competition they stepped up on. So um, I really wish Clemson was catching points tomorrow, but I would. Uh, I'd probably play the over here just because Clemson's going to have a better offense than they have the last uh, two times they've played. So. Give me uh, over 155 in this one. Lean Clemson to uh, get it done. I'm uh, seeing 154 as well. I love that. I was going to shout out the over. Um, I'm not fading the Clemson Tigers this season. My God, that those boys are cooking. Um, but Miami is a team I can't figure out. Two to, I'm 0-2 betting on Miami or having Miami in my games. So I just kind of want to take the points with you. Um, with Clemson, you know, they're a solid team. The line, I see 154.5 on DraftKings, 155 elsewhere. So I'm going to take that. Um, this game is going to be 80. It's 80-something 80 to 80. So we'll probably be sweating a little bit. Total's going to be dropping uh, in mid-game a little bit, but, but hanging right around 154 uh, to bang the over, I think. Uh, shots are going to end up falling at some point between Clemson and Miami, of course. Clemson doesn't force turnovers at all. So Miami, um, who turns the ball over a lot, um, or below average, I should say, uh, in the league, um, just under the halfway point of teams for turnover purposes. But they shoot the ball well, two points, three points in, inside the arc, beyond the arc. They have great free throws um, percentages, fifth in the country of free throws. And they, and they diversify the ball a lot with Miami. They don't just pop threes and live and die by the threes. Now, Clemson does, so we'll see how that translates on the road uh, with Clemson pretty much giving a uh, majority of their point distribution to the three-point attempts, um, which Miami can defend three pretty well. 
um, and get out and close out. So let's let's let's. I'm just going to enjoy this and not pick a side and just hope for the points. Um, I think a lot of people are else going to do that as well. So I expected Vegas to correct it maybe a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to take it now. Yeah, 100% agree with you. Uh, pro I'm probably going to lock that in tonight. Um, maybe I'll just see what uh, what's going on, if it's going to drop a little bit for me. But I got 155. I'm seeing offshore. I'll have to check the other books there. But um, next we've got... Uh, is there anything else in this uh, 8 o'clock window that you're looking at other than Xavier Nova? Holy Cross Bucknell on the 7 o'clock. No, uh, no, not really. Uh, Bradley Valpo, I'm not betting on. God, no. Bradley's just on my untouchable list. So I Laying double digits on the road, too. Granted, it's Valpo, but... Yeah, like, I mean, but still, like, they haven't impressed me. Um Sanford, Sanford, Chattanooga, kind of like the over there as well. Uh, but no, nothing else in the eight o'clock slate. I guess we got an eight thirty game though. Um, Villanova laying eight and a half. I see. Um, Get out of here with that. Total sitting around one forty. You like Xavier? We may yeah. have our first battle here. What? What? What's the? What's the? What's the steam on Xavier? Let's hear about it. I I can't imagine laying eight and a half with with Villanova personally. Um, they they snuck by UCLA by nine. It wasn't a nine point game all the way through. It was tight until late. Um, Creighton they had to dispatch in overtime on the road, um, which you know good win. But Creighton is not super elite this year. Uh, DePaul they they dismantled. You know all right, so be it. Um, but I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. The one positive thing Xavier uh, for Villanova is that Xavier's not from Pitts or uh, Pennsylvania, so they've got that going for them. Um, but I don't know this, this, uh, Xavier team, their defense is, is good enough to kind of keep, uh, Villanova off the board a little bit. Um, I mean, Villanova is an elite free throw shooting team, but they're shooting sub 50% inside the arc. They're shooting 48.7, 33% from three point land. Um, and I mean, it's not like Xavier is much better, but, um, their defense has been better. So I think that's, what's going to really keep them in the game. Um, they, I mean, they can uh, grab offensive rebounds, but Villanova likes to crash the glass too. So it's just going to be a matter of uh, who out physicals who. Um, last year, this was a – if I can find it. Cincy, Cincy, Cincy. They did not play last year. Or Xavier. God, I'm, I'm Xavier. I was looking for Cincinnati. I was like, what am I talking about? Uh, <laughs> Eight-point win for, uh, for Villanova at home here. So now you're uh, – where is this game? Now you're laying eight and a half. So are they going to stretch it out or keep it closer? And I think Xavier's going to keep it closer just because their defense has been pretty pretty good and Villanova plays slow. So um, if you're not going to be hitting shots or if you're struggling to uh, get good shots and you're getting the clock killed on you from wasting time or using the clock on offense and then you're not getting anything, um, I think eventually it's going to take a toll and this will be a – just a nasty, uh, nasty game. It'll probably be, I'm guessing 70, 65, somewhere around there. Um, so I think, uh, I think Xavier catching points is a good bet here. Yeah. I like the under here as well. Um, hate to do that, but I'm, I will battle you kind of, I'm not going to lock Villanova eight and a half, but I will lean Villanova, um, and more so look towards that under spot Villanova, 20 and 33 uh, in their game total unders um, last 33 games, last 13 games, not big sample size for Xavier, but um, half of them have ended in that expect them to go on the road. They were kind of dominating Seton hall at first. Um, they won and still won by 20, uh, but not the same Xavier team that we, that we know and love. They run and gun. They don't match the points as much with it. Um, they scored 75 against Winthrop, 84 against Cincinnati, um, 80s against Delaware, um, and still managed to put up 60 at home against a Houston team that just grinds people out. Um, so this 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 is going to be an under spot for me. Um, There's just Villanova controlling the pace, and Xavier's going to have to be able to play that kind of ball and play at a more efficient rate, um, or Xavier's going to have to try to just 
run it and gun it and this is my court type of men- mentality uh, so yeah i lean villanova eight and a half but i'm going to look towards the under 140 and a half um, for this game like you mentioned i think 70 65 is good um i think even 70 60 something 70 to 63 can you hear me um yeah can you hear me okay i my computer tweaked out sorry <laughs> very good um but yeah no so yeah I'll, I'll see where this total moves tomorrow but those are my leans for that we can kind of battle on it whatever um don't <laughs> sounds good uh, uh do we do we just go on to this nine o'clock game i have a feeling which one's next. i have a feeling which one's next indiana's catching five against nebraska um Jeez, jeez, almighty! Um, this is when I, I, I normally was really, I was really good with IU last year, knowing when to fade them, when to tail them. But this year, not so much. Um, was right in Northern Alabama, but have not been right um, on a few games with IU. But I, I don't trust IU. I don't trust IU. I think Nebraska's hot. Hoiberg's kind of got IU's number. Um, we'll wait with Nebraska. It'll be a good game, Sorry. though. Sorry, I just tweeted Justin Perry uh, to see what shot quality he had for this New Mexico game, and his uh, his response tweet was was pretty funny. Um, what, what was it? What was it? Uh, he was just uh, he, he he quoted. He said, uh, "There's a little bit of value on University of New Mexico. It, uh, shot quality has this 32-29 New Mexico lead at halftime. So, um, yeah, if." Uh, you wanted to play in New Mexico, that would be probably the play he leans at. And I'm actually going to hop in at four and a half because I liked it earlier. And I uh, decided to play Jamal Mashburn points for whatever reason. So I'm going to hop in live here. Uh, just unofficially. I'm just going to just hop in, take it plus four and a half. All right. Let's see how this goes for tomorrow. But uh, yeah. Um, so this New Mexico game has just been a grind. I don't know if you've been watching it at all, but. Oh yeah, uh, it's, been fun. It's, been, it's been great. It's on my TV yeah. number TV number two. I call it in the living room here. So there you shout go. out, shout out the wifey for allowing multiple TVs and the uh, <laughs> multiple viewpoints for the Colts or the not Colts games, but yeah, Colts games too. There you but go. CBB games. Um, man, Nebraska IU. Do you got anything on this? I, yeah, um, Nebraska minus five. Give it to me. Um, I haven't been impressed right. with this IU team, and uh, Nebraska has actually they've been playing pretty good. Um, he pull up the page here. Oh, sorry, Nebraska. There we go. Uh, yeah, Hoiberg. I don't know how much Mountain Dew he's drinking, but he's got these kids hyped up. Uh, they've got energy plan. Um, Tominaga. Uh, he's. He's Tamanaga. He's he's doing logo shot shit. He's doing it all. Um, Shawan Gary's been solid for them. Uh, crashing the glass, dishing um, from the four spot. I mean, Jamarcus Lawrence has been pretty solid for him. Um, I mean, just everybody's doing something on this team. It's not just a one man show. Um, but IU have just been been suspect. I mean, barely squeezed past Moorhead. Then he beat Northern Alabama by 15. And then Kennesaw gave you a scare. Which you, you pulled away late. And they and they put up 100 in that game. Um, they shot 47% from three and 66% from inside. And they still um, needed to put up 100 to, to feel safe in that game. Um, I think Nebraska is going to get what they want. I mean, Nebraska can can defend in, inside and out. Um they're they're grabbing offensive boards. They can shoot free throws. Indiana, sixty-eight percent free throw, thirty-two percent three, thirty-five percent from deep. Um, so if you're gonna allow threes and Tamanaga to get shots up, they're gonna fall eventually and, and they can shoot free throws. So um yeah, in Indiana, three hundred and fifty-seventh and three points attempted per field goal made on offense. So if they if they fall behind, it's gonna be very hard for them to come back crawling out of a hole if you can't make threes and you don't shoot them. So uh, give me Nebraska minus uh, minus the five here. Um, I get Khalil Ware and Malik Renault have been solid, but um, I just think uh, this team is just playing too good, and IU is suspect. Call me a hater, but fuck IU. I mean, no, I think I think 
I lean the exact same way. Um, I think your cap on the three points is really good. Nebraska's that's where they're going to win this game is how Indiana's going to defend the three here, right? Um, Cornhuskers have also done really good with boards too. Um, even with IU's height advantage against Nebraska, still expect them to be crashing the boards, getting getting bodies on the glass. Um, yeah, this thing's gonna this thing's might gonna go to six or seven maybe. Um, I'm gonna take Nebraska now. They end up winning on this on this game, but if, hey, if the Hoosiers do something to wow me or end up going into Lincoln and winning. But even with Cody Zeller and those guys, they never really played good in Nebraska. Nebraska always had IU's number in Nebraska, I should say, at least. Um, so I will lean with you there uh, and take Nebraska. 150 is perfectly priced, too. This game's going to be like 80 to 72 with IU playing the foul game late. We're going to be worried about a Nebraska cover. I'm going to be worried and having false hope that IU is going to win this game. Um, and they'll end up losing by eight. Something like that. Uh, I think I think it's probably going to be closer to a double-digit win for, for Nebraska. I think that 150.5 total is telling you what's going to happen. Um, they're going to get uh, get fast-paced, get their points. Um, yeah, I just – Nebraska, I'm going, to be, I'm going to be on that one for sure tomorrow. So, actually, I'm just going to lock like it up, it. Nebraska minus five. I like it. I like it. Colorado State on a run, start the second half. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's great. But it's uh, maybe Jamal Mashburn can go for twenty this half and cover my plus four and a half in points. That would be electric. Um, anything else on the nine o'clock slate? I think we already Ooh, talked no about foul. NC State Notre Dame. Um, um yeah, we Stan- did. Um, was it Stanford UCLA? Oof, God. What a gross game. Stanford coming off a big win against Arizona. Um, UCLA, though, they have, they're like a Maryland stinky. It was, I just wanted to rely on, I took Purdue tonight, wanting to rely even on the road, just knowing that Purdue's the better team, not to overthink it. Um, and that was pretty comfortable. Stanford's probably the better team, but. This this is this is Pac-12 final year. This is a uh, an away game road spot. I think they probably end up losing right by four um, or so to to UCLA. But I, I I can't lay the points with UCLA either. This is a game that I just cannot figure out. Um, two teams I can't figure out, especially with Stanford's big win against Arizona, um, and the fourth ranked team in the world or the country. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think. I think Stanford's just actually pretty decent this year. Um, I think they got a decent team. Um, UCLA, they're a mess, um, an absolute mess. Um, I don't think, honestly, this team really cares for Cronin too much, um, personally. Um, and uh, Stanford, they, I mean, they did beat UCLA, or UCLA, Arizona, but Arizona actually has kind of looked a little suspect at times, too. Like they they've had some some big games, some big wins at Duke win, but um, they lost to Purdue, great team. Uh, FAU also a great team. Uh, now they lost to Stanford. I mean, they're kind of just dropping games here and there. They're kind of just not showing up, not playing defense because um, they play so fast paced that you get a turnover, just boom, it's it's down the other way for a a quick easy <clears throat> excuse me bucket. And uh, Caleb Love, you, you kind of just you go as he goes. If he's if he's on fire, it's gonna be a great day. If he's missing shots, it's gonna be a struggle. And you better hope he just makes the important shot at the end of the game. But um, I'm I'm kind of on Stanford with this one. I just I just don't buy into this UCLA team. I think uh, people are probably gonna sell Stanford after the Arizona win. I'm gonna buy more. I think Stanford's actually a pretty good solid uh, unit. Uh, Haas has got a good team, and uh, Cronin. Not a fan of this team uh, at all this year, especially when you get waxed by 15 to Oregon without their bigs, and you got multiple seven-footers. So give me uh, Stanford tomorrow. And who knows? I doubt that place is even going to get crazy. Um, UCLA's down this year. If, what do you, you want to go do in L.A.? Go watch a shitty UCLA team or go out on the beach? But, and they, it's, it's not like that place is ever really rocking other than, like, the big games too, you know? I mean, I, I don't know. I Yeah, I, I – this is another one where I'm like, okay, UCLA was laying what four and a half exactly around the same total 
against a Maryland team at home and they lose by nine, unless that was a neutral site game. I might be wrong, but um, no, that was at UCLA. So yeah, like I think this is the same spot where I'm like, oh, UCLA shouldn't. Maybe they they definitely should be favored, but Stanford's a better team. Going to be a stay away spot for me though. I, I'm I'm definitely not taking anything on this game. Just gonna have. I want. I I just want to see the fall and collapse of Mick Cronin and UCLA, or I guess they're built. They're breaking it down to build it back up. They do have some hoopers, but yeah, they just they're not figuring it out. They don't have a good gel together, uh, and they're just not shooting the ball. And we're you're seeing results of not being able to shoot the ball good because, as as announcers say, who scores the most points is going to win the game. So UCLA fails to do that plenty of times. So I I like your take of buying more. Um, but I'm I'm not betting this, so I'll root for the Cardinal and and the the smart people out in Palo Alto. Fair, yeah. There's definitely uh, better games to be betting on, but uh, does does pique my interest for later in the night. We'll see how the day goes. Um, you might have value on money line too. I don't know what. Oh what yeah, you easily do. If you're gonna if you're gonna play Stanford against this awful UCLA team, you got to play money line too. Um, there's just one of those teams where it's like, all right, if you're gonna keep giving us dogs. Just play the money line. UCLA is just a bad unit, and Stanford's been uh, been pretty good so far this year. I mean, they lost to Arizona State by three. I don't know how they blew that game. That was that was rough. I mean, I, I had plus five, so I wasn't complaining, but um, they they were so far ahead in that game. They should have never blew that. Um, lost on the road to Arizona Arizona State, San Diego State lost by fourteen. Um, Arkansas beat them by three on a neutral. Michigan by five on a neutral. Um, so I mean, they they've played teams tough. I don't think uh, you no. Know, if Stanford was laying like one one and a half, no chance. I I want that. But um, if you're gonna give me points, give it to me. Give me Stanford tomorrow. Um, another eight or nine o'clock game. I was looking at here. Same Bonnie's at VCU. A little eight ten action also. Um, St. Bonnie's is pretty damn good. Most experienced team in the country. VCU has been solid also. Um, let me find this game page. Yeah, VCU is uh, they're pretty solid, but they they when they step up in competition, they're they're not too hot. Memphis beat them by five. Uh, Boise State beat them by four. Iowa State beat them by four. McNeese beat them by nine. Uh, sorry, eleven. Um, all at home. They have not. They've played two neutral games, three neutrals. Otherwise, they've all been at home. Right. Same Bonnie's. Um, yeah, they they hung with Florida Atlantic to late. It was a ten point win for FAU, but that game was close all the way through. Auburn uh, lost by seventeen. Everyone's going to lose by seventeen. They did beat uh, Oklahoma State on a neutral, also. Um, and in. Uh, uh, conference play here last year. They beat St. Bonnie's beat VCU by three on the road. And uh, yeah, beat them by three on the road. And uh, I, I like the St. Bonnie's team. They got offense and defense. They shoot free throws. They force turnovers. They don't give the ball away. Um, VCU struggles to hang on to the ball. They don't force turnovers, um, but they can defend you. And uh, they're not too shabby at rebounding. Um, but I, this St. Bonnie's team, I really like them. Um, like I said, most experienced team in the country. So if they, if they trail, they're going to know how to, how to respond, what they need to do. Um, not do anything crazy. They can shoot their free throws. They force turnovers. They can shoot rebound. So, um, I think St. Bonnie's, uh, catching four and a half is a little too much. I think this is going to be far closer. And I think they're probably even live to win, to be honest, um, against, uh, VCU and uh, Ryan Odom, first year head coach for uh, VCU, also. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I like that play as well, um, for sure. Uh, I, I don't trust this VCU team. I hate fading VCU in the Seagull Seagull Center, but uh, uh, but yeah, you, you you're right, right? I mean, St. Bonaventure looks on on paper by far the superior team here. Uh, they played. Florida Atlantic tough, kind of played Auburn tough, beat Oklahoma State on the neutral, as you mentioned. Um, so yeah, I think I think they can come in and play pretty good. Uh, absolutely, I'm looking also one game that actually has props available, kind of like Chad Benning. 
Chad Benning over points rebounds. Benning or Benning? Benning, V-E-N-N-I-N-N-G. No one else is tall enough to, to match Benning. Um, VCU kind of rebounds middle of the road. Um, but Benning's going to get those extra points just with his height advantage. So uh, I'll look at the PRA, um, but I, I'm seeing already points is kind of juice. So I like the PRA of 16 and a half. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, this kind of leads to a little bit of DFS play too. If you can get Chad Venning on uh, prize picks or underdog or something for a fantasy score uh, square, he's got three blocks his last game. One, one, two, one, two, one, 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 four, three. Um, this guy can block shots. Um, VCU though, they, on offense, only 5% of their shots are blocked top five in the country. Um, and neither team gets their shit stuff. So, um, even if he gets one, those blocks are worth three points on the fantasy scores for the, uh, the absolute Quentin post, um, big centers. I like to take those fantasy scores just cause they can get the blocks too. And that's three points when you're getting one for a point. So, I mean, I I played Quentin Post one time. He had seven blocks in the game last year. And it was like, that was the entire fantasy score right there. Damn near. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. DFS. Yeah, I like, I like. Very nice for big men. I like Venning there for sure. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah. Uh, we only got a couple games left on the slate. Um, Rice Tulane, kind of interesting. Dear Lord, I'm not betting an under um, in that game. But that is a high no. total. Um, Tulane win, I guess. I, I guess Tulane, Tulane lay it. Um, but you got anything else for the night slate? I know there's some maybe some 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock central time, some games, uh, maybe one that you're interested in, some plus money. Um, oh, yeah, big dog tomorrow. Um, California's catching eight and a half at USC. Um, play the eight and a half and the plus 310 on the money line. Um, USC sucks. This is this team is not good. Um, they just got routed um, by Oregon State, and Oregon State's not a good team. Um, the only plus for them is that they are home. Uh, USC's home tomorrow against Cal, but the last time they were home, they they lost to Long Beach State. Um, so you have to go back to them playing Eastern Washington on November 29th um, that they got a, their last home win. That was last year. Uh, good joke, but uh, yeah, that was last year, um, and they have not looked good. They've lost Gonzaga by 13, Long Beach by 5, Auburn by 16, Alabama State they beat by 20. Congratulations, Kempom 301. Uh, they lost by 8 against Oregon and 16 to Oregon State. Now you're coming home, Cal um, lost by 2 to Arizona State. Crazy game. Um, they put up 81 on Arizona, um, allowed 100. They that was the game after Arizona lost to FAU, so they uh, they came out pissed off. But they beat UC San Diego, Mississippi. They held them by 10. Butler they won, uh, lost in double overtime by seven. Um, San Diego State they lost by nine in overtime. So they're playing team strong. And they're forcing overtime. So they're playing tough. They just fade out. But USC is a dog shit team. Uh, people just love them because Bronny James is getting a, a ton of hype for scoring three points a game, but this team is just lost. Um, Collier's good, but he's a turnover machine. Um, mm-hmm. L or Boogie Ellis has to try to do it all himself, and uh, that doesn't really work out. Kobe Johnson has been pretty good for him, um, but he's not really a crazy offensive threat. You have to worry about DJ Rodman's been solid, but he hasn't had anything near. Um, the year he had last year, it's kind of been meh. So, I mean, he would choo-choo. You would think he, he'd play better, but he's two points, two rebounds, three rebounds. Four. How are you seven foot and you're grabbing three, four rebounds a game? Um, granted, you're only playing 13, 14 minutes, but anything that comes off the rim, you should be grabbing. Like, any, like you're seven foot. You've, you've got seven foot one. You've got an advantage over 97% of the entire country uh, who plays hoops. So. Um, I'm just not impressed with this team. Give me Cal plus eight and a half plus three ten. Um, I think Askew could have a good game. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jalen Tyson's been solid too for them, dropping 20, 22, 13, 22, 16, 21. I mean, the 24, 23. The guy just, he's a hooper. Uh, if you don't want to back Cal or you want to double dip, 
Ducal plus eight and a half plus plus money on three ten. You can even play uh, Jalen Jalen Tyson uh, points over fair dollars a meek. He's a monster. Um, he can do his PRA. He grabs rebounds. He assists. He can score. He does it all. Um, yeah, I, I think this Cal team wins out right tomorrow. Uh, give it to me. Fuck yeah, man! I love I love chasing plus money. Um, sometimes it bites me in the ass because I like to add people. I'm scared of the big plus money, but this is one I'm not too scared of as well. Um, they're both terrible at covering. USC can't cover. California can't cover. Um, they're both just below average on that. Um, I'm going to take the over, actually. I know USC doesn't put up as many points um, in the under um, has hit, actually, um, in five of their last nine. But California's defense pretty is the one thing you need to be worried about because uh, USC's math offense match it. Ken Palm's got this game 80 to 73, so I like the over 151. But this USC team just gave up 86 to Oregon State, as you mentioned, 82 to Oregon, uh, 91 to Auburn, which is fine. Auburn puts up points. Um, so I, I I don't foresee the I, I foresee this game going over with US if if how they have it is USC 83 to 70. But I think I think California, you know, scores more, or excuse me, 80 to 73. I think California scores more than that. Um, with their average point totals um, sitting in the mid-70s while giving up 78 points. So does USC score, if USC scores 80, uh, this this total is definitely going over 151. Um, and Cal, I think, can certainly cover and match them, and I'll be uh, hoping and praying for your money line to hit too as well. The fade, t- fade USC. Oh. Yep, forget that team. Uh, Colorado State's up 13. This is what a day I'm having. Um, yeah, so that's about all I got for tomorrow. Um, nothing really for sure, but I will 95% be on Cal. Um, but, uh, yeah, if anything, I'll be on, uh, Jalen Tyson props for California against this weak USC defense. I think he could probably have himself a game, pop off with another 20, no problem. So. Does San Diego State cover against Florida State or Fresno State tomorrow? 17 and a half. a lot of points. That's a lot of points. But I, I think they they got it on the money. I, I bet they win by 16 to 18. It'll be too sweaty for me to bet. Um, yeah, Fresno. I mean, Fresno, they only gave up 77 to San Fran. Um, BYU, only 85. Barbara, James Madison, 95. Just a lot of points, but. Um, for those teams, it kind of held down. I mean, 85 against BYU is semi-decent. That's, that's, a team that put, 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 yeah. that's a team that puts up 100 on the regular. Right. San Francisco can really score. They held them under 80. Um, I don't know. I think it's probably going to be somewhere maybe mid-70s for San Diego State, and then Fresno scratches maybe 55, maybe. Receiving 60, yeah, that's just going to be sweaty. So, but, yeah, yeah. so maybe even I, a team total under. Yeah, I like that look. Oh, I see it right here. Uh, Fresno is at 16 and a half. Interesting. What's so San, San Diego, so San Diego no. State's at, so San Diego State's oh. at 77? Uh, they're at 76 and a half. I like that, too. Yeah, that under, that's in, uh, Fresno State under seems pretty nice. Cal State Bakersfield, they only put up 51. BYU held them to 56. James Madison, 64. Uh, there's not going to be a shit ton of possessions either. San Fran, 57. First home Kinda game. Like that first, under. first home game uh, for conference play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like I like that too. So see how it goes. Yeah. I think, I think San Diego State can dominate here. Uh, but that's a lot of points. So I'll be either looking at their San Diego State's team total over or Fresno State's team total under, like you mentioned. Yeah, I lean Fresno's under anyway. I don't want, I don't like uh, banking on San Diego State to score mid seven mid seventies at least. But right. I can see both of these happening um, either way. So yeah, yeah. that'll be well, about uh, it. 
think we're going live tomorrow too. So catch us there. And uh, that was a good show, buddy. It's good to be back talking sports oh, yeah. with you. It's a little, little mundane, a little hungover from the long weekend, but uh, and, and a rough day today. But I'm pumped to, to have conference playback and watching hoops, man. So, word, yeah, let's uh, pray for a fucking miracle, in New Mexico. Uh, come back and uh, Jamal on the back of Jamal Mashburn scoring 20. That would be electric. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, we will see everyone tomorrow and uh, yeah, good luck with all your bets. Good luck. See you tomorrow. Peace.